0: Yo, yo, yo! Welcome back, welcome back. Or, did you ever fucking leave? I don't know. Did you sleep over? Did you fucking crash at this crib and I had no idea? This imaginary mansion? Hey guys, it's still insane and this is episode 30 fucking one. It is, uh... It's called... Eye for an Eye. Two for a two. Two for a doe Two for one on the duct tape blowjob. Who knows? But, today's episode is based on revenge. Is it good? Is it bad? I love revenge. I like petty revenge. Uh, Newsflash, I just got into it with my uh, kickball team again. Goodness gracious. Um, Yeah, like we're losing and we were at the Halloween game. And the first game they won without me. I didn't. I didn't show up. I will admit that. And then, not that I like. I'm like a star player or anything. But like you know, I'm, I'm messy on the the kickball team. I'm, I'm Ronaldo on the kickball team. No, I'm not. I pop up a lot actually. Um, I'm trying to figure that out. But you know, when you have your coaches or captains or whatever they're called, we have two commissioners on our team. Both of them run the league. And instead of like you know encouraging us or. You know, backing us up with the the umps. Not to say that they should be fighting the umps. No, they should not. But like literally every time a play goes down, they they shut us down right away. Like they they don't let us talk to the umps at all. They don't like any other team gets to convince the umps of a reverse play or something like that. Or but nope. And so I'm quiet because I got into this fight with her a couple of a, a month ago or two months ago. And I didn't feel like talking to her. And so I tried to tag this girl out in a tutu, which is funny because she pointed that out in the argument. Um, I tried to get this person out and then the ump fucked up the call. So in a knee jerk reaction, I tried to throw the girl out to make up for it. And it was a terrible throw. But, uh, so then I'm there, and and this girl, the commissioner, after we had our blow-up, she barely talks to me, even though I gave her some wet wipes to wipe her ass, like, twice, after she was pissing in the fucking field, which, that's a good way to become a fucking sex offender, uh, pissing in the middle of a public school park. Good job there. You know, we drink there all the time, too. Everybody complains about pot, but everybody fucking, like, wants to break other laws. So by the way that that music was tenacious d and their album comes out this week so that'll be on the release radar when we're talking about it um that's also we'll talk about that as well but uh so this this commissioner they uh they started talking about the call the next day on a friday and i chime in and basically i get tried to shut up like do you want to do you want to umpire? Yes, actually, I did ask to umpire and you did not take me seriously. Uh, yeah, she showed, basically she was trying to shut me the fuck up the whole time. And guys, nobody can shut me up. I don't I I can't even shut me up. I don't know how the hell you expect to shut me up if I myself cannot shut me up. So, of course, I'm in a minority. Like, I'm sure people feel the way I do, but they don't care enough. And I shouldn't care enough, but, of course, loser Vince cared enough at the moment. And we got into it in front of everybody, and one of our one of our people that's not even on the team left the group chat. It got a little messy, man. And then she said, typical guy. This is what really bothered me. I'm not going to lie. Like, it fucked up my whole weekend. Uh, don't be the guy that uh, she says don't be the guy a lot. She said that actually when we got into our altercation on the field where she called me out in front of everybody when I was talking to one of the umps. And the only time I've ever talked to the umps. Other times, like when they fuck up a call, I'm just like so annoyed that I don't even feel like looking at them. I don't even feel like looking at my team. I'm just like, whatever. Just get it through. So the the girl, the, the commissioner that I was arguing with, one of them, she goes, typical man, messing up. And blaming women for his mistakes. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. It it was so out of left field when she said that. I was just like, what the fuck? I have never. I don't think I've ever tried to blame a woman for my mistakes, man. My mistakes are totally my own. And it's really hard to place that kind of blame on a woman. Because my mistakes are pretty bad. Pretty bad. I don't even think women could make the mistakes that I fucking make. Goodness gracious! They they couldn't be as much of a fuck up as I could, but nonetheless, the umpires in our league are the biggest fuck ups. And I don't even take them personally. I'm not mad at them or anything like that. I actually like them better than her, to be honest. And uh, she used to she used to be engaged to the other commissioner who was on our team. And like I said, man, they try to make an example of us all the time. Like, oh, this is the sportsmanship team. This one, we follow all the rules. No man I'm trying to win some games too And she's like she always like tries to deduce it She always tries to reduce What we're doing like Is if like our kickball games are just A prelude to fucking drinking Sorry that I'm not a fucking alcoholic And that like Drinking is like my main thing And to be honest they used to do other things They used to go to like Local markets they used to go to Met games they to, now it's just all about drinking They have another league that they're in In darts and stuff like that all about drinking And I don't know. I don't know how these people... One of them is trying to do a sober November. Fuck out of here. You ain't doing that. Stop it. One of them already, like, caved in. So anyway, that's my little rant about kickball. Fuck it. I don't know what's going to happen with that. They're probably going to kick me out just like they kicked me out of the fantasy league. That's like a new low. Larry David, I don't think he's old enough to be... I don't think he's young enough to be in a fantasy football league. Or I don't even think he's young enough to be in a kickball team. But to be honest, I guarantee you... He would get kicked off of both, just like me. So, like I said, uh, yeah, let's see what kind of revenge they take out on me. Um, I got a request from one of my listeners, and he wanted to talk about something that he saw on State of the Culture. <laughs> now, I I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. Uh, I listened to Serial before; that was a great. I, I haven't listened to say, season two. I've been listening to Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to... Uh, I saw the iHeart uh, Media Awards, which was really funny because Breakfast Club took one of the awards. And that's typically not a podcast. That is actually a radio program. But, you know, iHeart produces it through Power, and Power 105.1. And, you know, See the God, Charlamagne the God is huge right now. DJ Enough, that whole crew. They pretty much had to give it to them, and my boys Rory, Mal, Joe Button—they definitely did not get uh, nominated. But they will. they're fucking amazing. And if you're looking to get into podcasting, that's how natural it should be. Um, whether you're doing it right here, and I—and to be honest, I want to start getting guests. And I'm also responding to one of my other dudes, Oscar. Shout out to him. Um, really good friend. Really good critique of the show. He gives me great feedback. And uh, I'm really gonna try to push this YouTube. I'm really gonna try to push this YouTube. I gotta figure out how I'm gonna record it, how I'm gonna look, because if I'm gonna look a certain way, I wanna like have a continuity. Um, and also scheduling guests, scheduling guests has been a problem for me. It's just been a problem. Like everybody prioritizes things in their life, and that's fine. I I gotta also try to schedule something on my behalf like I've been kind of hectic so it works both ways most of the time it's the guest but you know sometimes it's me so I got to really work on that and I would love uh, to look forward to the YouTube channel that I keep stressing that that has to happen I'm pretty much trying to make it happen in the next 2 weeks and more guests more guests I would love ideally I would love to have a guest every fucking episode every single episode I would love a guess. So let's let's try to look forward to that. Let's try to let's try to do that. And I would like to put more poll questions on the Instagram story. But you guys gotta fucking interact. Some of you guys bypass it and it's fucking annoying. And I'm not asking for a huge fucking participation, but some of you guys are fucking lame. You guys will definitely look at it and not fucking participate. Assholes. And I'm not gonna lie, I click through my Instagram stories too. I forward through, I exit. But some of y'all disrespectful, man. I'd be trying to put out some decent content. And you guys are, like, putting up fucking food and fucking kids. And sunsets are not even fucking yours. I don't get it. But, uh, shout out to my real hot fresh crew. We had a good episode yesterday. We got some new uh, cast members. I I fucking blew up their spot last week. Indigo Lion and uh, Troy Weeks. Uh, Homeboy was, uh, fucking asleep in the studio, though. (laughs) He's got a long road ahead of him, man. Got a long road ahead of him. So back to, back to my fan, uh, and my good friend John. He, uh, he said that he wanted to talk about the state of the culture, and one of the, uh, topics was, uh, sex books. Tell all sex books. Just like a sex tape reveals, uh, you know, a certain thing. You know, black books, people that uh, they they get exposed being like one of their thoughts back in the day. So my thing is, so is a telltale book from a from a lady that talks about her sexual experiences, is that women empowerment or is that just to simplify simply just get you sales, simply just get you money, like you're exposing these celebrities and your twat wasn't all that, so your, your your twat has to tell a story, that's how I feel to be honest, I know I just said the latter pretty much, and I don't have that much combated because I don't have any guests guys, get me some guests, get me some fucking guests, I don't think it's women empowerment, I do think it's women empowerment that you get to own your sexuality, I do. And even when I, like, blurt out some of my sexual experiences, I don't know. I don't think it's really that necessary to uh, kiss and tell. But, you know, everybody fucking does it now. And There's, like, pretty much no hold bars on that. And uh, if you're not telling it, someone else is telling it for you. So I think it's an impairment thing when it comes to that. But when you're a celebrity, people are going to find that out anyway. So why tell a whole book? And... Why, I don't know, I just think it's for sales. Especially with some of these women that are not even that talented that come out with them. Especially when it's like, reality women, reality TV. There's so many more talented women than fucking people that just, uh, show you how they live. So, the King Kardashians in the world, the Paris Hiltons, those are not tell-all books. Those are definitely tell-all porn tapes. And last week we had Blue Balls, the 30th episode shout out to that episode i talked all about porn this one is about revenge and um telltale books are pretty much the revenge for leaked sex videos so i feel like that's the response um election day is tomorrow election day is tomorrow the midterms and we just got through that pipe bomb scare that was sent to all the democrats Um, most of the prominent Democrats, Maxine Waters, I got into a Twitter war with, uh, some of uh, these like little Trump bots and they were trying to tell me that, uh, that Maxine Waters was, was violent and she was inciting violence. And I looked at a lot of the video footage they were talking about and no, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not moved. I'm not convinced. She, she definitely tells people to come up to their politicians. Don't let them rest. Don't let them be easy. And I'm totally with that. I'm totally with that. These guys are public servants. Bring it to their fucking shit, man. Bring it to their fucking face. Let let them be like a dog and take the shit that they put in the middle of America and put it in their fucking face. Like, I don't see why that's a big deal. Now, is it the same thing as as setting a pipe bomb? No, but to be honest, if you're ultra-conservative, it is. And I don't see how that's so. Now, when Scalise was shot from congress um yeah that was od that was that was serious that's not good damn and i really wish that i didn't feel that trump shouldn't get tr- shot because i don't feel like anybody should get shot i don't even like because obama was there there's presidents that i'm gonna enjoy after this um yeah you don't want them to get shot so i don't i i like equal protection for everyone ronald reagan know, he got shot during his little administration and he changed his mind on guns So that sucks. The synagogue, there's a lot of things that have been happening, man. The caravan, immigration, trying to take 14th Amendment, birthright citizenship away. Damn. So we got to vote tomorrow. We got to vote. And you can't be scared of getting shot like Scalise. And you can't be scared. I don't think Maxine Waters is ever scared. And she kind of like is pretty old. So she's seen pretty much everything. So, Maxine Waters, good luck to you. Good luck. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm not usually partisan, but we need some balance. And we need to have a more balanced Congress and Senate. And right now, the majority is on the red. And the red hasn't been doing a great job. So, either balance it out with blue or get blue in there to do some more shit that they need to do. Because Trump, all he's doing is taking policies that Obama, all oh, his great policies, and continue them economically. And anything social, he is just disbanding. And anything that uh, that he promised to like just be anti Obama, like healthcare, the Paris Accord, the Trans uh the Trans Pacific Partnership, um, NAFTA. There's just so many things that he is just like dismantling and that does well with the world. And he doesn't come after Russia. He doesn't give any harsh treatment to North Korea, Saudi Arabia, even with the journalists that went down. Yeah, man. So just continuing and having like record lows and unemployment—that's great. That's awesome. But what is that doing for the middle middle income worker? Only three percent wage has gone up uh, in totally, and the one percent once again is just getting rich through these tax cuts. And you can't have that, man. So we got—it's a very important election. Everybody keeps saying that. A lot of people are predicting that no matter what the results are, it is going to be a record amount of people voting in the midterms. I will be voting. You should be voting. Get out and fucking vote. Uh, yeah, dude. Just saw the the pipe bombs. Uh, <laughs> anytime this type of bomb, to be honest, New York City, you guys are so resilient. I kudos to New York City. Yo, nobody's ever fucking phased. Do you ever notice that? Nobody is phased whenever there is a crisis in New York. I I, I think I told the story. Yeah, I told the story where I picked up Jay-Z's, uh, on 9-11, Jay-Z's uh, Blueprint album. Yeah, man, I wasn't phased either. I'm not phased. Ghetto fab. I'm ready to buy this album. I don't care. Like, my life goes on. And that's how New York is too, man. I heard, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the crisis is. to be like, and what? So what? I got my Timbs on. Dead ass. Let's do this. Fuck this hurricane. Fuck these terrorists. ISIS. They ain't shit. That's how New Yorkers get down, and that's <laughs> and I commend y'all for it. I commend me for it. I commend y'all for it. Don't let the fucking terrorists win. I, I saw this quote recently. You have the right to vote, but not to win. It's true, though. It's true. I don't know why people people are so afraid to lose. And so, I think that's the case when they when they vote. They're so butthurt when they vote. They feel like it doesn't make a difference because, like, sometimes their candidate loses. It's true. You have the right to vote, but you don't have the right to win. So, get off your fucking high horse and go vote. Take some fucking revenge on these motherfuckers that have been trying to make America hate again. And, yeah... And that's why it's been so partisan lately. That's why there's Obama. He's been down south supporting Gilliam, the one that called the dude the racist, the, the Republican the racist. Um, his name is Ron DeSantis. And you got Brian Camp against uh, Stacey Abrams, who just got endorsed by Oprah. It's fucking dope. Uh, yeah, man, these are fucking important elections. Beetle Rourke versus Ted Cruz. Um, although Cuomo's probably not going to lose, but you got Larry Sharp against him. I don't even have Malasco, M- M- Malaro, Malalvo, whatever. Some fucking Italian. They always do that, man. In New York State, they always take some lean duck fucking person to go against the incumbent. And I'm sick of Cuomo. I'm a Democrat. I'm a registered Democrat now. I used to be independent, but it, it made no sense being independent voting-wise. My vote went nowhere, and I couldn't couldn't fucking vote in the primary. So here we go. I had to pick a side in a a very partisan society. Thank you, guys. Thank you, political climate, for fucking pigeonholing me into somewhere I didn't want to be. Like I said. So with all this, this news coverage and people watching the news outlets that they want, people will believe anything if they believe the source. That's why Fox News And CNN and MSNBC, all these propaganda news sites, they do so well because their fan base believes them. And they'll believe anything, especially Fox News. Holy shit. They only rely on the Rasmussen poll, so that's why they always think they're winning. They rely on one poll that is pretty much indicative of the base that he serves, and so he thinks that he's fucking doing a fantastic job when he's not. Mr. Orange Guy. Uh, celebrity couples who stayed together after cheating. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much after they saw their bank account. So whenever you get cheated on, if you are a regular motherfucker, you're probably going to leave. You're probably going to leave. But if you're Kobe Bryant's wife, Vanessa, you're probably not. Because there's money involved. And everybody likes to say money doesn't buy happiness. But yet, what are they staying for then? Because this dude totally embarrassed you. And I'm a big Kobe fan, but he totally embarrassed you. Cheating on you, going through that whole ordeal with the sperm all over the panties and raping her. And I'm not saying he raped her, but he definitely did some rough ass shit. And he definitely wasn't going to get his knees scoped out, like he said. So everybody's always judging people for staying with their man. Stand by your fucking man. Cool. But then... They don't say shit when the person stays with a celebrity. I don't know, man. I think that's incentive right there. And I think those are circumstantial. And it happens. So, all, to shout out to all those fucking gold diggers and those metal detectors out there. You do doing you think. I, I'm gonna try to avoid you. If I ever get rich, I'm gonna try to avoid you. I don't know if I want to even get married at all. Because... I don't want to end up like Billy Joel or Johnny Carson, man, getting raped by the fucking system. So y'all can keep your gold digging ways to your fucking self. Know your worth on top of that. Know your worth. Um, My old HR manager, she introduced a position to me, an associate position. Now, I'm 32 years old. I don't need to be doing no damn associate positions anymore. Sorry. I know that sounds selfish, guys. I know it sounds, but you got to know your fucking worth. And she held back this position that was actually what I was qualified for. Or, you know, more qualified. They they found a more qualified candidate. I will I'll admit that a little bit. But to be honest, in my field, social media, when, when people say they've been in it for 10 years, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, you have not. Not that social media hasn't been around for that long. It's been around, like, around maybe 2000, officially. So almost 20 years. But when they say that, what does a ten person know more than me? Like what has been going on in social media ten years ago that like you can hold that over my head in an interview? Whatever. And the same thing at the job that I'm at right now. They held back a position that I could have applied for also, and now it's too late. Whatever, man. Guys, you guys gotta help me get famous. Fuck these corporate jobs. I'm so done with them. Uh yeah, and I and I and <laughs> I'm in this group chat, and I'm going to go see your uh, tea with these people. And somebody called me out for kissing ass at the last job that I was at. Uh, Pupco. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. I had to do some ass kissing because being causing friction wasn't working. Causing some commotion. Same thing with kickball. I try to give up on that, too. I'm not going to lie. Like I definitely came out and showed my ass in that group chat. But I'm all about I'm all about fixing things. I'm all about I'm not about being quiet about things. Like a closed mouth does not get fed. It really does not. And if people don't know how you feel, or they feel that you've uh, you've given up on like what you actually felt, they will walk all over you. They will continue to do what they want to do. Now, is that something you can deal with? Most of the time, you can, but sometimes you can't. And you need to speak the fuck up. And I, like I said, I wanted to go to California. I, it's one of my lifelong dreams. I want to live there at least a year, one one year. I love California. I think it'll do well for my career. Whatever, man. But I don't want to leave my dog. I don't want to leave my parents in New York. There's just a bunch of things. But I'll, I'll get over that one day. Something's going to happen. Light bulb is gonna going to flash. And I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out where I'm going to live one day. But so, yeah, I guess that's why I kissed ass. But I took it offensively. I took it offensively as if like that's like my motto. Like that's like, no, I, don't, I usually my integrity and my dignity, dignity is more important. But I saw the writing on the wall. I saw that like people were getting brought to California at a more rapid pace than I was. So I tried to switch gears and it did not work. And to be honest, that's probably why I'm so salty towards that motherfucker. That's why I want to fucking take his eye out fucking douchebag, but it's cool, he's like, he's fucking out of his mind, so something, something's gonna break with that dude, and this balance of bad news is gonna suit me well, I guess, so know your worth, and don't kiss as much ass as I did in that situation, have some fucking dignity, god damn it, uh... I was talking to somebody and I gave one of my old mics to one of my old co-workers at Fridays and we started to rekindle a little bit, not rekindle in a fucking pause way, but we, we started smoking a little bit and he's fucking loud as fuck. I think he's a borderline alcoholic. He's like battling a DUI charge. He's he's going, He's going. a mess, man. He's like, has been drunk at the job, has stolen from his job. So I don't even know why I was hanging out with this dude. And this dude tried to be some fake-ass plug to me. And, you know, whatever drugs there are out there, I pretty much can get them myself. I don't really need any help. Thank you very much. So I tried to use him, though, at the time as, like, a courtesy, I guess. And then the guy fell through. And then, like, to make a long story short, the guy wanted to fight me. Now, my point is, do not fight people with nothing to lose. I got a lot of shit going on. And so when someone wants to fight me, I got to really think about it. I got to think about how much is this person worth? (laughs) Seriously. I look at the dollar signs at how much somebody's worth. And if somebody has a lot more to lose, it's going to be some pussy ass fight. You're just going to have a lot of slapping. Because like that person doesn't want to get arrested. That person doesn't want to go to court. That person doesn't want to get a black eye and show it at work and have to miss work. So... There's a lot that goes into that, guys. So, never. So, if you see somebody. I remember I was listening to uh, Joe Button's podcast. And they said, don't fight somebody with cauliflower ears. That is so fucking true. So fucking true. So, yeah. One of the people that wanted to fight me had cauliflower ear, actually. There's a person. I've talked about on the show before. He wanted to do laundry with his gay boyfriend that didn't know he was gay at the time just rubbed his butt and shit like that, and pretended not to be gay, but whatever, he was trying to turn this guy out, and he wanted me to pick up his laundry, I picked up his laundry, he was acting like a fucking diva about it, tried to kick him out, he, he had the cops, like, get him back into the car, and then when we got in front of his building, his grandmother's project building, he was like, nah, son, the only way we could solve this is if we fight, and I'm like, what, and to me, like, I, At that point, I still had too much to lose. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So as I passed by, I threw a a bottle of water at him like a pussy. (laughs) And he, like, followed me around the block. And, dude, he had the cauliflower ears. I was not following him. I was not fighting him. I just wanted to throw my water bottle and leave. This motherfucker took his fruit punch on my white Mustang that I used to have. And he poured it all over. That was lovely to get off. But uh, my point is, yeah man, he had a lot to lose man, he was an ugly motherfucker, he had like a keloid on his fucking ear, it's like extra skin on your fucking ear, and that's fucking gross, but that's something that I don't have, I didn't have anybody rip my fucking earring out of my earlobe, so I'm very grateful for that, and I'd like to stay away from that, and I'd like my ears to stay intact. I do like gauges. If anybody has a wish, uh, wants to see my Amazon wish list, you can get me some gauge earrings if you want. I'm down with that. And if I get really famous, I won't care how big my fucking earlobes are, or my ear holes. There you go. Uh, one more thing before we get into the hear, watch, go, and say portion of the fucking show. Uh, I keep seeing. <laughs> I had one of my radio hosts, um, Indigo Lion. She talked about it as well, and she's a girl. And I think girls are very proud of the fact that they ignore people. I think they like the amount of people they leave on red on their on their message apps. I think they like the amount of people that they ignore their friend requests on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever. If you are in that friend purgatory, they like to leave you there. Now we've talked about this on the, one of our episodes. Uh, friend purgatory, like, dude, just either don't accept my friend request or fucking delete me, block me, whatever you gotta do. If you don't want to be my friend, don't be my friend. Don't leave me in friend purgatory, though. I, I usually, if someone doesn't accept my friend request within two to three days, I take it back. I know that's petty, but that's me. I do that. I don't give a fuck. And, but what's worse? Like, having someone be like, oh yeah, I like... 50, like, friend requests that I just, like, don't even look at. Like, these people think that I really care about them. And, yeah, cool. Good job being fucking superficial, you dumb cunt. What the fuck? Did I just hear? And we have some cool albums that came out this week. We have... White Bronco by Action Bronson. Go fucking Queens. In the fucking building. Go Jets. Walls by Barbara Streisand. We have uh, Bob Dylan. He just came out with uh, the Bootleg series. We have um, Post-Apocalypto by Tenacious D. We've been awaiting that. We've been hearing a lot of songs. They must have some deal with Spotify. Because their shit has been all over their playlists. Every Day is Christmas, you know I love Christmas albums, not really, by Sia, of course, she must be pretty bored right now, TPC, the Tokyo Police Club, they have a new self-titled album, and last but not least, Swiss Beats, Poison, now, Swiss Beats is still killing it, man, like I said, he had that uproar song, Little Wayne, that's fucking fire right now, it's still doing pretty well. Um, I have something I want to talk about. I listen, like I said, I listen to Joe podcast, the Joe button podcast all the time. And, uh, they mentioned Solange and Wale dating. How the fuck did I miss that? I did not know they were dating and they, apparently they didn't really know they were dating either. Like uh Joe button and I'm not as old as Joe button. So, and he'd be acting mad old on that show for some reason. He's not that old. Even when he wears the fucking hats. But my thing is, uh, I didn't know that Flo Flotus uh, Flower Bomb, the breakup song in 2011, those were about her, and he admitted that she was one of his muses. Yo, Solange is so fine, and Solange is coming out with a new album, I've seen her twice on tour, guys, I'm not saying she's Beyonce, Beyonce is way better, obviously, but she is definitely up there to see, and I really like her, and I think that's really funny, uh, I saw Wale on Hot Ones. And uh, lately, they've been talking about his substance abuse, and he's been acting like it. Because even in the inter- even when he called in for Joe Button, he just sounds mad belligerent. He doesn't even sound like—I mean, there's people that are cool like that, that like are against the grain. But, but he was just an asshole. And as someone who interviews people, like I do for Real Hot and Fresh, um, we ed- we interviewed a politician, uh, Miss Cleary. And a comedian named Lisa Bailey from the, from an activist, uh, playwright company. And so I don't, I don't need all that. I don't need all that. Like, you know, I appreciate honest answers. That's all I need. All that little ad lib shit. That's cool. But like, if you're not giving me an answer to my question that my fans want to know, that my audience needs to hear, go fucking fuck yourself. So he was like doing that on Hot Ones He takes over the whole narrative of the interview. And that's not how it goes. Sorry. I know that's like... I know some of his fans enjoy that. I enjoy that a little bit too. The little renegade outfit. That's just annoying. So I could tell that he's going through substance abuse. Like I said on Hot Ones. But he was a real one on Hot Ones. He don't give a fuck about hot food. That motherfucker ran through those chicken wings. If you don't know Hot Ones, it's on YouTube. It's a show where the dude hosts uh, different celebrities through Complex uh, Magazine. And they eat hot wings that are extremely flavorful, hot, and they have their own hot wing sauce that goes against debt sauce. I remember I almost died eating debt sauce with my uncle poured it on; just literally died. We talked about the iHeart Radio Podcast Awards. Like I said, it's a little rigged, but it's cool. And uh, I want to talk real. I want to ask real quick or talk real quick. Has music evolved? Because they we. I've been listening, like I said, to a few podcasts that have been talking about music. And my take on today's state of music, not that you fucking cared, but you, you care a little bit because you listen to this show. No, I, I, I no. Yes. Yes, it is evolved. Yes. Especially rap, if that's what we're talking about. And other fucking forms of music. Dude, it is so, yo, there's so many caveats, there's so many different, um, Umbrellas of music now. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Is there more trash out there too? Is, do people have access to a lot more music now? And a lot more capabilities to make music? Yeah. But that just makes it... Stop fucking... I keep fucking knocking over my keyboard. Uh, but that doesn't mean that like... You should be lazy and not look for the good music. Because it really is good music. Do people curate it for you as much? Yeah, they still do actually. <laughs> they do curate it for you. But... It's up to you to create your music. It's up to you to find great music. SoundCloud just came up with its new uh, policy, and it's kind of against artists. It, it like pro, uh, it prohibits you from uh, bringing things to court if they own their music. If they own your music rights, you're only allowed to go to arbitration. Spotify stepped up in the head of the game. You're just allowed to upload just like YouTube. There is no user agreement, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong about YouTube. <laughs> Trying to put my show there, so maybe maybe that kind of sucks if they do. But my point is, uh, yeah, music has evolved. It may not sound like it at times, but even when those trap rappers do what they do, I think that's an evolution of music, too. I think that, like, they should not be inhibited to make the music they want. Even though I think it's trash, make the music that you fucking want. That's an evolution of music right there. So rappers have gotten better. I think some of the areas, like women rappers, they're just not exposed. Like, they're great. Young Ma is amazing. Remy Ma is amazing. Nicki Minaj is great. Cardi B and her delivery is great. I don't think, obviously, I don't think she writes her music, but her album was fire. She's great. I played that song "Money." She's one of my favorites. So yeah, dude, um, it's not like it was before where they were they were pushing the female rappers like Eve and Little Kim and Foxy Brown. We need to get back to that. So that's the only area. And of course, we live in a misogynist society, so no shock there that women aren't making it where they need to make it in rap. Bullshit. It's like. It's like the NBA, we talked about it before The NBA funnels money to the WNBA Instead of making them a healthy product They leave them as a dependent And I don't want women rappers to be dependent I don't want female comedians to be dependent either That's why they get into those situations with Louis CK We don't want that ever to happen again We want to have merit We want to have great comedians out there That are funny And it's not about their sex appeal Could it be about their sex appeal? Of course, why not? Fucking flaunt what you got. That's not a big deal. But they shouldn't feel like that's the only thing you're paying attention to. And men will make you feel that way. (laughs) Because we are some fucking hornballs. What the fuck? Bruh. Bruh. Yeah, bruh. What the fuck did I just watch? I watched Mid90s. I did want to watch... Bohemian Rhapsody but that psh, shout out to Ange uh, she fucked that up No, I'm joking she didn't fuck it up um, there was a miscommunication I thought she was leaving work early and my cousin they got me tickets to that and I was supposed to see it with my family I was supposed to set that up didn't happen but for what i am heard Bohemian Rhapsody which I will watch I am going to watch I love Randy uh, Rami Malik oh sorry is that his name yeah Ron Malik he is from Mr. Robot I love Mr. Robot. One of my favorite shows with Christian Slater on the USA Network. You need to binge that if you don't if you haven't watched that. Fucking fantastic show. He's also been the bad he was a bad guy in Venom. He's a great act. Oh no, he's not. Oh shit. Wrong, wrong person. Sorry. So sorry. Not from Venom. But he's he is Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Damn, I fucked that up. But he, like I said, he is Freddie Mercury, but Sacha Baron Cohen, he was the one that got abandoned on that project, and it was supposed to be rated R, and it was supposed to be more about the band. The band did not want that. They wanted a more PG version of Freddie Mercury that wasn't really about Freddie Mercury, but more about the band. So you have a feeling that Sacha Baron Cohen or someone else is going to get the rights to that movie again and tell the Freddie Mercury story. Because Freddie Mercury is who we want to hear about. We don't give a fuck about the rest of Queen. Sorry. Sorry, Queen. You're not as interesting as Freddie. Uh, Yeah. But I did see mid-90s. And I haven't finished Maniac because I didn't really like it that much. But I will. I'll try. That's with uh, Jonah Hill who is who made his directorial debut on mid-90s. And Emma Stone is in Man- uh, Maniac but she's not in mid-90s. Matter of fact, there's not that many other celebrities uh, in mid-90s. Jonah Hill, like I said, he directs and he makes this movie. It's only an hour and 24 minutes. It's very good. It's about this little white kid. He is in California. He's trying to fit in. Oh, Lucas Hedges. Sorry, Lucas Hedges is in it. He's the guy from Manchester by the Sea. He got nominated for that movie. He's an amazing actor. I heard heard very good things in um, Eraser Boy. Uh, yeah, no, you got to see Oscar season is upon us, man. It's coming soon, man. Coming soon. I haven't seen a Private War yet. I, there's a lot of good movies that I need to get on. I'm getting on them, guys. And Mid Nineties is one of them. He's trying to fit in, and they're a skater group. And there's like a split between them a little bit. They're causing trouble. They're, they're he's driving his mom nuts. His his uh, brother his older brother has insecurity issues, so that's why he beats up his his younger brother so much. And there's a split between the groups. Like one part of the group, the skater group, wants to just chill and get drunk and get high. And one of the members, the older members, he wants to actually make it in skating. He wants to be sponsored. He wants to make it full-time being an X-Game participant. And, uh, yeah, you just see that throughout the film. And you see how that develops and blossoms and friendships and things that deteriorate. It's a very good movie. It's short, but it's very good. Go Jonah Hill um they were making fun of him on joe buttons they were saying that uh he gets to go on a black hip hop uh tour run because there is a lot of hip hop there is a, I mean it's the 90s I mean it's kind of like the whackness that kind of soundtrack so if you enjoy everything hip hop if you enjoy skaters if you enjoy a coming of age of a boy um cuz you know coming of age is usually a girl thing um you'll enjoy this movie if you enjoy lucas hedges he's the man if you if you like the girl that was in Cloverfield, she's the mom. Mid-90s is for you. So uh, a little bit of uh, of news about like a, a movie inspiration. Uh, Mr. Whitey Bulger that Johnny Depp played recently. He's been in other uh, movies and films and television. Yo, they tried to fucking remove his tongue. In a prison attack, this guy died at 89, and he used to be an informant. And before that, he was one of the biggest crime bosses in the Northeast has ever seen. The guy has killed so many fucking people, I can't even fucking count. They 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 tried to count, but I don't think that was an appropriate number. Uh, yeah, then he went on the run at, after being an informant, and they found him after years after him just being old as fuck. They come out with that movie; it was pretty scary. Black Mass, that's the movie, Black Mass. And he was okay, it was alright. I mean, nobody can really... John Gotti, all that... It's hard playing real fucking gangsters, especially ones that haven't been dead that long. So, Black Mass was okay. That's a, that's an old movie from a few years ago. Whitey Bulger, you kind of had it fucking coming to you. Uh, yeah, they, I, I don't know what tried... Uh, to remove tongue means. I don't know if that means like it was severed off a little bit. That's fucking gross. Anytime you see a tongue come off in movies or in real life, that's no good. Seven, the movie Seven, where he fucking ate it off. You don't want none of that. Uh, and the last thing about what the fuck did I watch? Uh, I have started watching House of Cards. I finished Sabrina. Excellent. Highly recommended still. I love it. I started... I'm, I I've downloaded uh, Riverdale. I downloaded uh the haunted hill house i keep hearing really good things and the thing with horror same thing with sabrina the thing with horror is that i'm tired of it like they don't do a good enough job they don't put enough energy into it they don't put enough thought they just like rush out this spam kind of product sabrina's not like that i keep hearing the the uh haunted hill house uh, i mean the haunted Hill show on netflix is not like that i hear that it's very scary so i'm going to get into that um Like I said, House of Cards, where Robin Wright is the main character. Doug is one of the main things. So I just started getting into that. I didn't finish Kevin Spacey. I can tell you, though, Francis Underwood is dead. They have killed him off officially on the show. Um, You kind of sense that was going to happen at the end of that season anyway. But with his uh, his rape allegations against little boys. And that's sad because Kevin Spacey is one of my favorites. But... It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter who your favorite is. Bill Cosby was one of my favorites. <laughs> O.J. was a good actor. You know what happens, man. White Bronco, Action in Bronson. And... Oh shit, I totally... Wow, I forgot about the fucking release wat- radar. Let's do that real quick before we get into where the fuck I went. Because to be honest, Tenacious D is part of it anyway. So I guess that's good timing. <laughs> wow, what a dummy. Bear with me guys, we're doing a little, we're doing a little Quentin Tarantino, a little non-chronological order, but we'll restore order next week, because I don't feel like editing this out. So kind of an overlap, we got, uh, for the release radar, brought to you by Spotify, Mountains with Diplo and Sia, we got Cut Copy, Ocean Blue, we got uh, Swerve On by Action Bronson, We played Woman Time by Tenacious D in the beginning of the show. Coco Sugar by one of my favorite bands, Young Fathers. Machine by Imagine Dragons. Uh, We got A No-No by Mariah Carey. We got a very original title by the Flatbush Zombies. I used to work with them at Puffco. Shout out to them. So their new song is called New World Order. We got shooting Shots with Trey Songz, Ty Dolla $ign, and Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez has a new album coming out. Uh, Stars is a very good uh, band. Uh, shout out to Sonia; She put me onto that band. Are You With Me? That's their new single. Then we got Tiger with Dip and Nicki Minaj. They has a new song with Jesse Reyes, Broken. Panic of the Disco, The Greatest Show. Robin... Has a new song, 2K20, Beach, Beach 2K20. And the Arkells has a new song. Well, they're not really new songs. Some of them, they'll just put new of their new singles. But let's play some of these. Let's play some of these. Let's fucking do it. And then we will get into where I went, which is Tenacious Fucking D. It's like a frat house. do is. I know you're going to do it. Think you want to dip it, it's tippy. Then put it on my lippy. Even when it gets sticky, you know we still got the drippy. Yeah, oh. I'm pulling your card, though. Got him calling me Vicky. All these bitches, my minions. Got him calling me Mickey. I la, 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 Never was the icon issue. Pop is bizarre. I'm covering the icon issue. I got issues. Yeah, bitch. I got issues. Cover you. Cosmo. I got issues. <laughs> Let the spread. Yeah, man, my petty-ass self. That's to you, fucking kickball queen. It's woman time. But that is, uh, that's the release radar that I fucking misplaced and I forgot to tell you guys about. So that's what the fuck I've been listening to. Uh, that's the music show that I went to. So let's, uh, let's get right into that. I went two places, actually. But let's fucking segue. Why not? Let's not be fucking lazy just because I fucked up. emotion right there that's what happens when you fucking leave the house so i went to two places this week i went with someone who i love to get friend zoned by uh we went to a haitian day of the dead festival she lives in iowa no no not iowa sorry idaho where the potatoes grow um she is moving back there and i thought i wasn't going to get an opportunity to pipe i did not it's okay but uh, but anyway, we went to this Haitian Day of the Day festival. Day of the Dead, and I didn't even know that uh, that any other cultures did that, but they do, just like Mexico. And so there's a lot of voodoo and all that, but not like your typical stereotypical voodoo. A lot of Santeria type stuff. A lot of uh, a lot of great art was there. Great food. I couldn't tell you the names of the food. I definitely need to get more into Haitian Creole culture. I would love to visit Haiti. Um, fun fact. Uh, There is a city built, it was on a Vice episode, there is a city built because of the aid that never came from the Clinton Foundation, and I'm not just singling them out, but there's a lot of foundations that took uh, advantage of that situation, the earthquakes in Haiti, the uh, first independent nation uh, from colonialism. So it's no coincidence that nobody likes to help them, and everybody likes to rape the shit out of them, making useless football fields in the middle of their their land. But anyway, um, they're new there's a city in there that is is a bunch of uh, pretty much squatters. It's a city of squatters, and it's three times bigger than Port-au-Prince. Seriously. And so that just shows you the resilience of people, and they will do whatever they got to do to live. So I went to that. That was dope. It showed um, the devastation of the hurricane, of course. And so a lot of proceeds went to that. Then, like I said, I went to go see Tenacious D Apocalypto. Now I had to do. I have more responsibilities of the radio show now, keeping it real hot and fresh on Sundays, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can see that on the Live Show app. Uh, that is the liveest show on Facebook, uh, Facebook Live. You can watch my Facebook Live if you have my personal Facebook account. If you have my personal IG account, still insane. Uh, you can watch that IG Live as well. The best way to watch it, though, is if you download the DTF app on your mobile device. That will get you the full streaming version, especially if we're having phone interviews. You get to hear what people are saying to us. We don't look like fucking fools on the other live services. So I had more responsibility with that, so I had to miss part part of their post-apocalypto song. So they went through a play, and they showed a projection on the screen, and it looked so funny, and there was dicks and dildos. You know I love that, man. There was all types of raunchy shit going on on screen. If you know Jack Black, Jack Black doesn't play around. He's a great performer in every sense of the word. And uh, he definitely had Donald Trump Jr. in one of the segments. And uh, he was getting his dick sucked by a Terminator machine. That shit was fucking hilarious. So Jack Black, kudos to you. Great show. I got to see that with my cousin. He mixes the episodes for me. He was telling me to put in Tenacious D in the beginning. And I definitely did. I had a fucking blast. King's Theater, you can barely smoke in there. That fucking sucks. Because I think it used to be like kind of an opera house. I've seen... I've seen the yeah, yeah, yeahs there. I barely smoked in there. I think when I went in the pit, that's when I smoked. But it's cool. Can't smoke everywhere, I guess. I got a nice shirt. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I fucking laughed my ass off. They definitely played some of my favorite songs. Uh, Fuck You Gently, uh, Tribute, fucking amazing songs. And But they did not play Wonder Boy. I was very sad about that. But it's cool. It's cool. One day I will see Tenacious D. I feel like that was more of a tribute to their new album, Post of which I didn't even get to see some of that, and that's definitely a really good album. You've heard me play some tracks from them. Pretty cool, pretty awesome. But now we are moving on to the last segment and the phrase of the week. Did I say? Did you say? Did you say something? I don't know. It's my fucking show, so sit the fuck down. Unless you're a guest, sit the fuck down. Sit, sit. ten rows back, motherfucker. Stay back. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. It's, it, I'm just kidding. You can sit there and you can listen. Just don't fucking talk. So, I for an eye. Two for a two. That is the phrase of the week. Oh boy. So, when I was younger, I did this bet, and I uh, was told to go out with this girl, and she had one eye. Now, I've told this story before, but there's one part to it where, like, I didn't really describe in full detail. So, to make a long story short, or for people that didn't listen to that episode, here you go. I was, on a dare, I was asked to ask this girl out, and so I asked her out, and she said yes, and she had one eye, and obviously I wasn't really attracted to that, whatever, if, I mean, when, I say obviously, so some of you fucking social justice warriors out there are gonna be like, obviously, oh, beauty of the beholder, blah, 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 no, no, I'm not into people with one eye, sorry, like, I don't know why I have to explain that, but anyway... I love her. I love her to death. She's one of my good friends. And she's really good in film uh, editing and shit like that. But whatever, I'm not attracted to that. Why do I have to be attracted to Cyclops? So, uh, I, I bring her on this date. And so later, I think it, she reveals to me that she knows that it was a bet and that she's willing to pay $20 a week for me to continue going out with her. So it definitely helped out her shit. Now, in... In high school, or middle school, actually. This was a middle school. Yo, public relations is key. And making people think that you have a boyfriend, that could definitely help you out. So, I was definitely down with the transaction. Now, the reason why we broke up is because we were in this, like, this room that I used to give lap dances to, to the genuine My Pony song. I don't know why we were in there, but we were in there doing something. Not, not anything naughty. I wish we were. And I... Uh, and they threw, people used to take the mouse balls out of the mouse, and they would throw them and shit. And they were throwing them, and they got into a fight, Me, uh, uh, this girl that I was technically dating. She got into a fight with this dude, and she said something about not, like, coming to her defense. And so here comes the phrase, now, it's not as funny as it is now. Back then, I was just like, oh shit. But now, looking back at it, it was kind of funny. So when she asked me, dumbass me, I didn't even think. I didn't even think. I didn't look at her. I didn't think. She goes, She goes. well, how come you didn't offend me? He threw the ball, too, blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, you know, an eye for an eye, two for a two. Like, I mean, you kind of like fucking, you kind of incited that. You didn't think he was going to get revenge? Wow, dude. She took the mouse. Didn't even detach it from the computer. And fucking hit me like three times with it. Definitely caused a bruise on the top of my head that I never really fully explained to everybody. So anybody that saw this big ass knot on my head in middle school that listens to this show, that's why. That's why. Fucking uh yeah. Definitely Cyclops hit me with the fucking the fucking mouse and that shit hurt. And I don't call I don't call this person that to be mean. That's just an anonymous name I have to use. So fuck it. I mean if you think I'm being an asshole whatever i don't know what the fuck show you're listening to then because that's who you've been listening to this whole time but uh yeah man so i yeah i said that i don't like to be fake i like to say what i gotta say and i don't know do you do do we all agree about frenemies do we all agree about like fake friends out there I feel like, you know, none of us, like, really have any loyalty. Like, I got into a fight with my sister last week. She likes to, if I'm not friends with someone, she keeps people that I'm not friends with on her friends list. Now, I don't know what kind of siblings you guys have, but most of the siblings I see, they're pretty loyal. And they, they fucking get rid of them right away. But me and my sister, we don't like each other that much. We try to like each other. We're, we're like, kind of fake friends. My My cousin, she inaugurates a new best friend every day. Her, every one of her boyfriends is, like, fiancé material. So, I'm just getting tired of that type of shit, man. And I'm tired of looking petty whenever I try to do something about it. Fuck all these motherfuckers. And, uh, yo, let's talk about subgroup chats. Real quick. Uh Those are the chats that are... Aside from the big group chat that you know of. Now I'm sure my kickball team is a big example of that. I guarantee you they have subgroup chats. Because sometimes my humor is dark and shit like that. Not sometimes. All the time my humor is dark and very sarcastic and somebody called me that uh, somebody called me out on that in the group chat. But yeah, man, I don't care. I don't like I don't like any group chats. None. I'm not a fan of any of them. So if you put me in a subgroup chat just to talk about a big group chat, you're a big douchebag. Whatever. Um, yeah, and in one of my argument with my sister, I had to admit that I stalk old friends. Yeah, I do. I'm a social media manager. I fucking had multiple accounts. I can go look at other accounts. If you are not stalking your friends, they were never important to you. If you're not stalking people that, that were in your life, they weren't that important to you. Do I think it's right to stalk people? No, it's uncomfortable, but you get over it. You stop stalking them after a while. Like, you know, you find other people to stalk. So don't be that ashamed, guys. People stalk all the time. Who cares? Just don't get caught. Uh, I'm going to name a story right now because everybody thinks that, like, you know, I'm a vengeful person or I'm this mean-spirited person. So let's prove Let's prove them all right. I got my scholarship early when I was in uh, high school. I didn't deserve it, but I got it. And uh, the teachers tried to punish me for it. So I had these two teachers. I'll name them. Fuck them. Jana and Junkie. And uh, as a matter of fact, Jana, I saw... She probably was in all her glory. She tried to not... She did not nominate me for the scholarship. She was upset that other people got it. That I got it over them. And I served her when I was a waiter at Fridays. That was lovely. So that's... That's like extra ambition right there to get famous. To like fucking show her that she's a bitch. But anyway she even admitted to me that she wanted to give it to someone else and that other people were more deserving so one of her good friends of course was this woman named Junkie and I get a lot of flack to this day um, because during like some ceremony might have been like a graduation or something they asked me to deliver a speech and I did not get along with her she was just like Jana she just constantly badgered me and was trying to make up for the fact that I got a scholarship over other people and they were trying to make me do work that wasn't that wasn't relative to what I was doing. I was like, there was like a college application class. So anyway, she was really mean to me, and I didn't give a fuck about her. And so when she died of cancer, they tried to make me do some like eulogy speech about her, and I fucking totally turned it down. And I definitely caught lots of flack. My alma mater, my high school, barely talks to me, and that's not the main reason. There's total other reasons too, but I was an adolescent, so. I guess like the lesson is that like you can never live down things that you were doing when you were an adolescent. I guess not. But I was not giving a eulogy to somebody I didn't give a fuck about. I don't care. Like people are all of a sudden good people when they die. Not the case. So junkie, rest in peace to your junkie ass. I don't know. I'm not even I don't care. I don't I don't care enough about you to make fun of you. I don't. And yes, you died of cancer, that was very sad. Nobody wants to die of cancer that, that's, it's pretty painful, I don't even know the full scope of it, but, to be honest, there are people who care about you, and they should be doing your eulogy, not me, uh, yeah, man, I am petty, I am petty, but I'm like, I still keep it moving, you know, like, even if I'm beefing with you, I still say happy birthday to you on Facebook, seriously, if you're having a baby, anything like I like to congratulate people I like to congratulate people for thing doing things that are worth something I don't want to see everybody win because some people need to lose in order for me to win so why do I need everybody to win so whatever so I can still congratulate you for doing some minimal shit but not just for breathing I don't I don't congratulate people just for breathing but technically that's what a birthday is isn't it so whatever I prefer envy over jealousy. Envy is cool, man. You're supposed to, like... You, you're you supposed to compare what other people have. Like, people always tell you don't compare what other people have. Like, how, uh, though? How? Like, how do you know to get better? Like, if you're just, like, just trying to be better than yourself. That's kind of lame. So I'm, I'm definitely over being jealous. Jealous usually comes in the form of insecurity. Envy usually comes from just being envious and just... Trying to get what someone has but not take it away from them. Jealousy is trying to take it away from someone else. That's my definition. Jealousy is trying to prevent something from someone from taking what you have or someone having what you want. Envious is someone having what you want but you want to attain it too. You don't want to steal that girlfriend. You don't want to steal that boyfriend. You don't want to steal that life. You don't want to you know, take away what that promotion from someone. You want to have it too. So I'm cool with hating, I'm cool with jealousy, I'm cool with envy, I'm more cool with envy over jealousy, but like I said, man, you gotta use all the tools in your toolbox, baby, you gotta be able to show any emotion that you can, and it's okay to hate, man, it's okay. People need haters, man, people need to let them know where they're fucking up in life. People need to know what people are petty about, like for real, like you're really worried about that. So we need this, this hate out there, man. We need constructive criticism. My commissioner doesn't know how to take criticism. I'm not going, lie, I'm a dick. I was a dick in the way I approached it. I'll admit that all day. But I'm sick and tired of her not taking any responsibility for it. So, yeah, man. I'm, I'm hating on her fucking style of managing. I'm hating on her style of commissioning. But you hate on my delivery. You hate on my tone. And you guys know that I hate tone. I hate when you have like a great speech or you have a great point and somebody tries to derail it with, I don't like your tone. I don't like the way you're talking to me, dude. That is so for someone that is losing an argument. Anybody that's fucking losing an argument usually says that if they're more worried about the fucking tone, they ain't listening to what the fuck you ever said. So don't waste your breath on these dickheads. God damn. And, uh, eye for an eye last story. We're going to go out with uh, a story that totally relates to eye for an eye, two for a dosy fucking dough. You know, I went to Indiana, so I had to mix it up with that. And if the if the whole, you, you hear the counter to that. Like, if the whole, uh, if you if you punched everybody's eye out, eye for an eye, the whole world would go blind. Hey, not if you have a third eye like we do at Still Insane. If you listen to this show, you have a fucking third eye. I'm telling you, it comes with the territory. So one of my- I used to manage a Funkadelic Rock Band, and I used to manage also the the lead singer's brother, and he thinks that he's a rapper. Now he's not the worst. He's not that bad. But, um, he's not that good either. But he, like, really, really goes hard. And he, like, he has, like, campaigns, and he puts his friends on the- not that I wouldn't use my friends for interviews, but he uses his friends as features and shit like that. It's- it's a little weird. But Whatever. And th- what's weirder is the tattoos he has. Now I've talked about this before, but I'm gonna highlight it now because it, it directly affects the phrase of the fucking week, which is I for an eye, two for a doy do Now this guy dosi doed with the wrong motherfucker. He has all these tattoos which are like totally trademarked all of them. They're all like pop culture references and sports logos. He has nothing original on his body whatsoever. They're all cartoon characters. They're all that type of shit. They're all annoying, to be honest. He has his body, like, filled up for no reason. Pause. So, he, uh, he was banging his tattoo. Now, to add insult to injury, he was banging his tattoo artist's girlfriend. Now, how are you going to get all this ink? How are you going to have somebody with a needle fucking jabbing your skin and you're banging his girlfriend? Now, I knew this. And I didn't say anything about it. We talked about it once, and I was like, "Wow, you're you're a new level of douchebag." This guy is putting beautiful art on your body. So little did this guy know, and what a fucking idiot! He turns over on his stomach one day to get his tattoo done. Now, if you are fucking his girlfriend, you kind of want to look at what he's doing. Now, this guy put a tattoo on his back near like his kidney area and it said just in plain letters do not trust this man now who i wonder who he was talking about i think the guy that is fucking his girlfriend oh my god when he showed that on instagram when he showed it on facebook and he showed it to me personally i was cracking up and i don't know what the fuck he was expecting what the fuck was he what the fuck was he looking for that he thought that he can get away with that so i escaped a bad week um, who knows what this week will bring? Things are not going that right with my job, with uh, my kickball team. So I'm gonna or my sister. So things are a little out of whack. It could have been the full moon a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Brandy. But that's the end. That's the end of this episode. Eye for an eye, two for a fucking do do. We talked about revenge. It's cool, man. Revenge is cool. Hate is cool. Negative stuff is cool, especially on this show. So you can follow me on Still of Insane, S-T-I-L-L-V-I-N-S-A-N-E. If I had to spell that for you, that means you didn't give a fuck about me anyway. I'm on Twitter. I tweet my ass off. I'm trying to get more followers. I'm trying to get more followers on everything, man. I'm trying to get paid, guys. I don't want to live corporate life. Or else I'm going to have to start a GoFundMe if my talents won't bring me anywhere. And then I'll just, you know, I'll live off welfare like everybody else. But uh, like I said, you can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, you can catch me on the Real Hot Fresh uh, program, keeping it real hot and fresh, that is with Z Fly, Jamie, Indigo, Lion, and new uh, also another new host, both of them, uh, Troy Weeks, he does music, um, he also comes out with dope blazers, I'm going to have to buy one from him soon or get a little discount. We also have Radio Raheem, he is our director, shout out to them um you can catch that like i said sundays at 8 p.m. on facebook live 5 p.m. also the dtf drop in the flavor app it is a mobile app it works pretty well it streams live the show and you can hear the phone interviews with the people that we interview like i said lisa bailey was the last guest she is a comedian and uh, Miss Clear, she is also a politician. She worked for the Obama uh, administration and a bunch of other administrations. She's been in the game for a while. Yeah, man, thank you guys for fucking listening. I really love it. Look out for me on YouTube soon. You can catch this show on SoundCloud, Still of insane.com Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Shut the fuck up, listen up, and keep up would still have been saying over and out homies